You hear that? Yep. Create that? No. Guess who's back? Hi. <laughs> oh, hi, nope. babe. Those of you live DJing our opening. Yeah, I'm just pressing buttons over here. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, walking up, I was like, maybe I should just start the podcast barking. <laughs> maybe that's a good way to to start off. But you, yeah, oh, you had it. But you trumped. You trumped me. Um, did you, did you buy like a sound pack? No, this thing I use for the drops, it, um, I updated it and all of a sudden I had this default sample sound effects. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And my notifications are beeping, aren't they? Yeah, we can just work that in to the podcast. Yeah, sure. One of them I'm going to have to pay attention to. Are you, are you on call? Uh, I'm on call for Marco. I just have to turn something on at 8 o'clock. Uh-oh. Um, but. Back again. Guess who's back. Hello, everyone. Hello. So. <laughs> Yeah, breaking our... We had a really good run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do have to figure out how to mute these. Yeah. I think we agreed at some point that this podcast is actually um, seasonal. <laughs> sure. So... What that season is? Well, does. yeah, last season was uh, our most consistent and now here's a new season, and oh, who knows what it's going to be. You mean season in like a Christian sense of the word, where it's no, just like a no, nebulous? No. no, I did mean it like a TV series <laughs> okay. season, like you did, but then uh, you, we, we can't put numbers on it. Yeah, God knows. Sure. I mean, one of our seasons, I think, is probably technically one episode. Um, okay. Right? Like, I think yeah. it was in like 2018 or something, we, we recorded once. <laughs> yeah maybe and so that was our that was season three maybe yeah uh but here we are season unnumbered hi babe uh and let's see let's see what happens but a That's lot like a lot has ha- has happened a lot has happened we've recorded my name is justin mm-hmm. <laughs> we i think I, I think i took a look last time we recorded what was that? I, you heard that too? Oh, oh, your Siri. It's yeah. my Siri. They make me vomit. Um, freak me out. Yeah. And I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
but yeah, a lot has has changed. We also recorded one episode where we decided that we were going to do some health check-ins. Yeah. Right. Um, so I love that we did that and then immediately stopped recording. <laughs> sure. we, we basically were like, how are you doing? Not, not great. Bye not bye. bad. And, uh, and then we were like, yep, we're, that's good enough. I love you. Bye bye. It was getting too serious. <laughs> All right. So do we have any updates yeah. on the health? The health? Yeah, so we have thinking, a further health update. Yeah. Do, do we want to start there? Okay. Um, well, let me, um, let me turn it on you. How? How you been? You've you've been through a lot. Um, Purchased a house. Yeah, moved. uh, Moved. Put a lot of effort into this place. Uh huh. I broke a toe when I was moving. Oh, like like for real, broke. Mm -hmm. I I I remember or heard you saying you heard it, but I didn't know if it was. I'm pretty sure it was broken. Um, I'm doing well. Um, did you go see a doctor about the toe or did you just tape it up yourself? Like no. You, well, you can't do anything about a broken toe. Yeah. yeah you just I mean, have to they, wait yeah, it out. They, well, they, they can set it. Yeah, but it wasn't broken like that. I mean, it, it could have just been, it's one of those things where it's like, they say like a, when you, sometimes when you jam something, it's worse than a break. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're, you're fishing for some sympathy. So maybe there. it was that, but what I'll say is this, I kicked the fireplace, uh-huh. the brick on the fireplace, not, Always not paying attention when I was, when I was walking. I kicked it with my little toe mm-hmm. in the exact same manner you know it's so- that I kicked with my other little toe when I broke it off my foot, basically. Yeah. And so I kicked it and I, then I just stood Yep. Still for like two minutes because I didn't want to look at yep. my foot. See your 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 toe off to but the side. But I think at this point, I think right now it's still swollen. This was weeks ago when it happened. But anyway, as I did it, it hurt like crazy. And then it's one of those things where you wake up the next day. The entire like left top side. quadrant mm-hmm. of my foot was purple mm-hmm. and swollen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it was just jammed really bad. Maybe it was fractured in some way. I'm assuming it was broken, but who knows? Yeah, and I, I also like how you're like, uh, you just wait it out, but here we are weeks later, and you say it's still swollen. It's like, still swollen. To me, that sounds like... It still like, hurts. <laughs> it still rubs against any shoe I put on. <laughs> it still limply dangles when I lift my foot up. It kind of swings there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to the doctor for that. I'm still trying to pay for this M- M- MCL thing, meniscus thing that I had to go to the doctor That, that turned out to be nothing? I mean, I, I think it was torn to an extent. And then again, it's just one of those things where it's like you have to wait it out. It's either that or you have surgery. Yeah. But I am not going to have surgery. And so you just wait it out. Yeah. But I, but still, just for that, first check-in, go get an MRI. Second check-in, those three things are going to cost me over $4,000 just for that. Just for them to say... I mean the the people who do the MRI said it's you it's a tear. The doctor was just like, "Nah, it's fine, don't worry about it." Mm. The doctor kissed it. He right. said, "Now you rubbed good. me a little now bit and good. that was it." He's like, "You're good. That's all you need." Um okay. And then so how's your mental health been? Uh my mental health is fine. I my, I had a doctor's appointment today. Okay. Just a checkup. 
Uh, like a like a physical doctor? I or? guess, but when you say physical, what do you think of? What happens during a physical? Um, you get touched. Uh-huh. Prodded. No, see, I poked. didn't get touched. It was just a... That's what the, she kept saying. You're here for your physical? And I was like, oh, am I here? I don't want to get fondled. That's not why I'm here. Well, I don't know that you can apply that to a doctor. <laughs> I don't know that the well, word we don't know fondle. my doctor. Yeah, I mean, apparently. Well, I, I, I guess my feeling is if you went to a doctor and you left thinking I was fondled, then that's not a. I got a the feeling that it was like a. Um, if I find something, we may have to take some extra steps here. But she was just like, and you didn't show her your your dangling pinky toe. Honestly, I didn't even. Th- I haven't thought. Of, I didn't even think about it. But. So she just did the blood pressure. How's your breathing? Look in your ears. Like I'm a kindergartner mm. type deal. Um, but then, but she did. Um, I'm going to be taking a new antidepressant. Okay. So. When does that start? Soon? Uh, I guess as soon as I go pick it up. It's available now. Okay. So that's, I mean, is that, does that make you feel like I think anxious is probably given, but like trepidation, any like, no, not really. I mean, I guess I don't imagine that you're excited, but I also yeah, don't imagine. That I mean, like, the reason it came up is because I felt like the medication I'm currently taking is not getting the job done. And I'm kind of just been in the pits for a couple months. And I don't, you know, it's always going to be a question of how much of it is just my personality and how much of it, because I have times in my life where I feel very happy and I have times in my life where I just feel like an idiot and Mm -hmm. I feel glum or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. glib Mm -mm. and glum is better. I don't know that glib (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> glib uh, do you remember that band glib yeah uh we were watching um dashboard youtube videos the other night oh good and it reminded me of glib because well, we glib we saw play before dashboard right mm. it was in it was like ebor right yeah I, yeah i remember that so well, I remember he was playing in like a bar dashboard. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it was just him yeah um, and he got very emotional yeah, oh, yeah, I remember him crying. <laughs> yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I remember yeah. him crying. It, the, <laughs> the other thing I'll say is the fact that you have been feeling down and that you were watching Dashboard videos. <laughs> I don't know if the, the causal relationship it is not, it does not go is hand maybe in there. Hand. Well, okay. Just so you know, it's like the, the, the palette is 30 Seconds to Mars videos. Mm-hmm. Newfound Glory videos, dashboard mm-hmm. evidence obviously comes up. You know, it's just sort of like a, uh, it's just sort of like a, um, I don't know. It, it's mean. It, I mean watching stuff. Mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, hate, well, you, you probably. I'm not hate, hate watching. I'm watching it to, to be mean right. to the people who are still doing this when they're 40 something years old. Yeah. yeah. You want to feel better, better. Than- right. You're better than watching. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I always think about how you idolize certain figures and people. I think P. 
people in a band have probably dropped the most in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like that experience just seems kind of like a nightmare to me. Yeah. Um, I think it's only supplanted by a stand-up comic. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a traveling stand-up comic, that to me seems like a very sad life yeah it is uh yeah and, and again i'm talking that. about the, the the range from when i was younger looking at stand-up comics and being like oh that'd be amazing i'm not talking about like objectively that is sad mm -hmm. i'm just saying the movement from when i was like 15 till now probably stand-up comedy has had the biggest drop musician has had a huge drop um it took a while, but maybe movie star. Mm -hmm. Honestly, did you read the Scorsese profile? No. Recently? I would recommend it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just listening to Scorsese talk about life and his career and movies mm -hmm. uh, has also made me like thankful I didn't commit my whole <laughs> identity to movies. Mm -hmm. Um but it's a very good profile. I'd highly recommend it. Okay. So okay. where are you at? Um, so me, you're remote now. I'm working remote. Has that been a, a net positive or a net negative? Like transcendentally yeah. positive. Mm -hmm. I think on the one hand, objectively working from home allows you to incorporate your life into your daily routine yeah. in a way that feels like it really needs to be incorporated. Whereas when you're traveling to work to even go grab groceries or do whatever has to be done based around that work schedule, you mm -hmm. cannot go in the middle of the day. You have to go at the end. You can't go in the morning even because where you're going to store the cold stuff. So it's always at the end of the day, you're going to the grocery store, then you're coming home, you're having to cook, you have to deal with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, little things, right? Like I started remote over the summer. So there were moments where I could just walk with Indy to the library during my yeah. lunch break mm -hmm. and spend little moments with him that again are like indelible. And you just realize I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have had that five minute interaction with him if I was at work. Um, and again, just the, the hypocrisy of people who want to crow about family values, the importance of having children, but then also want to hold up this idea that like remote work isn't real work and you need mm -hmm. to get back to work and blah, 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 blah. Where if you truly cared about the family unit, you would be pushing for remote work in every possible sector, in, in, in every level of the job market. Yeah, uh, you, wherever possible. Wherever possible, you'd be pushing for it. Because again, with my son home alone, with me being there, it got to be so much more of a purposeful time for him mm -hmm. than it would have been if I was just at work. Mm -hmm. So in terms of remote work, life-changing, amazing. I can't believe, I think any arguments I had or feelings I had of 
anxiety about it or me trying to prepare myself for if I didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. But well, I didn't want to work from home anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then I get it. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. So that is that. Next, um, let's see. Do we want to talk about my, my physical or my mental health? That's up to you. Chief. Uh, let's go mental. So mental health, I think it's been really good. That's good. Um, I've tried to open up my schedule a little bit, um, and do things that I enjoy doing. So had some people over for some board game nights, trying to do that regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that little bit is really positive, really helpful. Yeah. Um, and I think I realized, I realized a few things. Number one, if you don't make time for the things that you value, nobody is. So fight for or push for the things that you value doing that bring you some level of contentment or enjoyment, mm-hmm. you know? Um I think, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were, they were talking about like, I don't know what they were talking about, but anyway, we started talking about how things shift as you get older. And so like now, you know, somebody was asking me about like getting back in like the dating market and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and immediately the jokes all go to like, so you're getting out there and yeah, exciting. Let's talk what? about, He's yeah, let's talk about um, relationships and how exciting it is. And I'm like, you know, at this age, I am, <laughs> I am looking for the most boring yeah. person <laughs> out there. Right. The the thing that I would value the most is somebody who is basically like, yeah, I'm just, I don't want to do anything. Uh-huh. So it's not exciting. But that is very comforting to me. Sure. That I'm at a place in my life where the things that I value are quiet, quiet things. Mm-hmm. Um. And I enjoy it, and I f- and I have a lot of time for it. Um, Indy is pretty self sufficient, mm-hmm. pretty much good to go on his own. So I then get time to read. I started a two thousand piece puzzle. That's pretty exciting. Wow, where are you? Where where? Uh, how are you? Where where do you have the space for that? Well, I have that big table and I laid out the mat mm-hmm. that goes up to 1500 pieces. Mm. And I'm still, I realize this thing is going to take me a while. <laughs> I didn't, I wanted to do it just to do it. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't realize how crazy it is. Yeah. So I think my approach is remember that one puzzle that I told you about where I bought it and it turned out to be very vertical. Yes. And so I, had to basically assemble uh-huh. 
two separate pieces. I sent you a picture of me with it fully done uh-huh. and I hadn't connected the two pieces. Right. So not fully done as <laughs> we agreed upon. Done. It was not fully done. I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm just going to build it in like four different mm-hmm. quadrants. So, um, you know, started that. I did a reading challenge for me this year. We've talked right, about that we on talked the podcast. About that. Um, this year, starting January 1st, I'm up to 89 books this mm-hmm. year. So, And how many of those books don't have pictures? <laughs> that's the joke you're going to go for? <laughs> yeah, that's the one you're going to try and get me with? Um, listen, listen, Justin, there are books in here that looking at uh-huh. would send you into an, an into a catatonic state okay sure and i've i've read it i've processed i've gleaned that knowledge you have no idea how strong i am mm-hmm. mentally um uh-huh <laughs> no i'm not but mentally i am i am really good Lord really good mercy, i'm about to bust, bust. <laughs> i love it Okay. Physically. Physically. We recorded in June. I'm, I might argue that they go hand in hand. My mental and physical? Yes. Or, or yes, yeah. I, I would say that. Yeah, well, I, I would agree too, but I was just thinking about it in terms of discussing it. Sure. Um, well, I would say I think mentally and physically I'm in a better place today than I was in July mm-hmm. and pretty much any time after July till about end of August, maybe even early September. Okay. Um, so quick background, my body completely gave out on me when I bought my house, mm-hmm. my first house. Um, it was a nightmare experience. Truly like, I don't use this term lightly traumatic uh-huh. <laughs> thank you uh-huh and you were actually a big part of of helping me through that uh-huh. period you drove me to a few doctor's appointments mm-hmm. you got to see me how how was i looking Ru- it was rough In 20, yeah, it, was, it was a rough period 20 um any any moments where you were like they make me vomit yeah that was like any <laughs> moment where you looked at me you're like it's tough to look at this guy um no i mean no well i got pictures <laughs> yeah that's not can, to downplay yeah what you're going through but i'm not uh young gross out easy a mm. lot of eye stuff yeah. For for a lot of people that that's very sure. gross. You and had it was you, gross. you you were good about wearing glasses. <laughs> and an eye patch for for a very large yeah. period of time. <laughs> I w- I did try to protect people from that visual. But I had a I had a crazy eye thing. Um mm. a freak like no one knows what causes this thing that I got. Um and then I got an infection in the eye right after that, which, yeah, yeah the ophthalm- ophthalmologist was like, never seen this before. What is the difference between an ophthalmologist and an optometrist? Optometrist is basically just dealing with 
vision. your vision. And then an ophthalmologist is basically like, I got a fish hook through my eye. Who do I, you know, yeah. you go to the optometrist, they're going to be like, yeah, I, I have no prescription <laughs> right. for that. You need to go <laughs> to someone else. Okay. So, uh, and she was fantastic. She saw me the day of, I called her with an emergency. The one negative thing that I, that I did experience with her and I texted you about a few times, always made you wait. Yeah. Even I understood when I was like popping in, but on any scheduled meeting, I could guarantee I'm sitting in that room for 45 minutes mm-hmm. minimum. Um, and a few times I think I texted you like, because <laughs> for, for, yeah, <laughs> for a lot of it, it was them coming in being like, yeah, it's progressing well. The other thing that I'll say is, and I've always known this, but but medicine really is a like a guessing game. It's it's right. detective work. It's not always an exact science. It's looking at symptoms and saying, I think it's this, I think it's that. And then monitoring, monitoring how things are progressing. And then if things aren't progressing, then digging in deeper. Right. But if you don't have any clear identifiable systems or anything to, to check and verify, they don't really have much for you. They're, they're, they're kind of just like eh, shrug. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So after my eye stuff, then I went uh, on a little vacation with you. Mm-hmm. When the car you let me crapped out, the, the fuel injector, right? We had to go by that. Man, is that when that was? Yeah, we, got, we stayed at the Airbnb. Indy and I drove out to, to meet you guys. Uh-huh. And if... Looking at your face, there's no way you remember. I was going to say. I, I mean, I remember these events. I don't remember this. I don't remember them sequentially. Well, I'm not good with the timeline. Yeah. Well, that was the the trip where I remember I brought some board games. I was excited. Yeah, and you just were just to, sick the whole time. Not sick. I was sleeping the whole time. That's right. I I literally could not keep. And that my, was because of the eye thing. No, that was because what happened after the eye thing. Up and after the eye thing, which was literally your car breaks down. We get a new fuel pump. Uh We drive back to Virginia Beach. Literally like two days later, I go into the doctor and I'm diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Right. So my thyroid just. Oh, okay. Apparently like your body views it as a. uh, As a foreign enemy entity and attacks it mm-hmm. so my body was trying to kill my thyroid <laughs> and it did my body successfully killed my thyroid <laughs> and it makes you extremely exhausted yeah because there are times where i was like oh man i, I want to like do something with justin we'd be sitting on the couch i'm literally like can't keep my eyes open mm-hmm. just tired so anyway yeah, I guess what throws me off about that is that that trip feels so long ago, but the eye thing still feels recent for some reason. I think because the eye thing was so big yeah. and it was something that was still being monitored long after. Sure. I got I got died. Like with Hashimoto's, it's a clear <clears throat> diagnosis. Mm-hmm. With the eye thing, it was like, what the hell was that? It's like, yeah, they, they think they know, but. I don't know. What? So 
then I go on trying to figure out how to regulate my Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. That goes on for a while. Then, once I get my Hashimoto's in order, I have... Now I'm trying to think how this works sequentially. I had a little high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Like nothing crazy, but they were like, yeah, just be more active, whatever. Oh, okay. No, that takes us up to November of 22. Mm-hmm. November 22, I go in to the doctor. And at this point, my eye thing was 2020. And I was slowly becoming more aware of my physical health. Just being like, you know what? I should probably be healthier. I should try. Right. And I'm going to use these moments as like that motivation to make some changes. So I stopped drinking soda. Stopped eating as many bagels as I was eating and bread and all the stuff that I, I love. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling like pretty good. Pretty great. You know, with, with Hashimoto's and stuff, you kind of retain water weight and gain weight you you kind of puff up Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw me at my height of the hashimoto's Mm -hmm. like i looked puffy Mm -hmm. jiggly puff like the marshmallow man yeah speaking of which quick detour you say that because i've made a note of this is something i want to ask you about Mm. where does the term marshmallow come from marsh because a marsh is like a swamp right Mm -hmm. And what even is a a mallow? Marshmallow are two words that seem completely. I again, I don't even know what a mallow is. Mm-hmm. Marsh is a swamp. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see how like you you push on a marshmallow, it has that kind of consistency of like a boggy, squishy. That you wrote that down to talk to me about? I just wrote it down just at some point to figure it out. Well, cross that. I, well, I'm, you didn't give me an answer, so I'm actually I'm putting it back on my list. Control undo. Well, why don't you Google it? Where we, you and I are not going to figure that I, out. I'll I'll Google it. Yeah, All right. we we could not. Yeah, Google it while I talk openly about my physical health. Yeah, something that's very personal. And traumatic, um, you know. You just keep keep distracting yourself on trying to define what a mallow is. <clears throat> and then when I get to the climax of my story and my openness, just jump in and interject with what a mallow is. Okay. Cut me off. All right. Be like, hey, I know you're talking about your mortality. A mallow is. Hold up. So. That's anyway. going to be the cue. Okay. Hold up. When you hear that, I'm going to start talking about marshmallows. <laughs> the et- etymology hey, of right. marshmallow. You, you also, I mean, here's the thing. You need to do a full research. We need to know when. I, know, I already have the answer. When, when marshmallows it took, were. It took me 0.58 seconds. Right. So what's what's the answer? Um, wait a minute. I'm deleting it off my list again. Okay, good. Hold up. Marsh marshmallows come from the sweet sap of the mallow plant that grows in salty marshes, marshes. <laughs> near large bodies of water and grow two to four feet high. The ancient Egyptians used the mallow root for making their candied delicacies for their gods, nobility, and pharaohs 
over 2,000 years ago. You know what's funny about that? That is an answer that I feel like I could have, get, like, jokingly guessed. Yeah. And got. Oh, uh, yeah. It's probably from a tree, like a mallo tree. It's from some plant in named a mallow that grows in a swamp. In a, in a swamp. <laughs> and then uh, I would have looked like a genius. Okay, where where was I in my harrowing tale? You were um, retaining water from your That's right. uh, we're, we're Hashimoto's. At, we're at also, my... I did that 23 and me. I have one of the two signifiers of things that so you that you have to have in order to get Hashimoto's or whatever. Oh, you have? Mhm. Well, let me know. I can walk you through it. Um one second, I'm going to do something. I told you that I might be a little distracted at some sure. point tonight. This is it, and then I may or may not talk about this uh, in a little bit. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to rattle off a couple other things from my list then while you do that, and I'll see if any of them can pull you out of your distracted haze. Um. Uh, why don't zombies just eat each other? Why don't zombies just eat each other? Yeah. Just eat each other, zombies. Why yeah. do you If they're so hungry other? all the time and they're so brainless, would they not just eat the thing that's right next to them that's oh. also a human, more or less? Why are they chasing all these people? This is... This is probably your dumbest question. No, it's not. Look to the thing that causes the zombie outbreak and you'll have your answer. Just like, look at Last of Us. Last of Us is a fungus. Fungus wants to eat and consume things. It's not going to eat and consume itself. It's going to identify this is not, this is me. This is friend. This is whatever else. So I'm going to eat this other thing. So, yeah, brainless, but that doesn't mean that it's not, it doesn't have intention. I mean, but the whole, that's The Last of Us, okay? So it's a little different. The whole conceit originally of zombies is that they don't have intention. They're literally just bumbling around looking for brains. Yeah. The zombie right next to it has brains. And they don't have any. I think you're I think you are you're simplifying the concept of zombie. Um and I think it's it's I think it's saying more about you than anything else. It just seems like they go through a lot of work. And I think you need to pull your pants up because your ass of chasing people when they could just is fully out and exposed. Look to their right and take a chomp out of their uh zombie uh brethren. Brethren. Maybe they have Maybe you're seeing all the zombies are the ones who did, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. So I get diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm. Trying to drink water, take my meds, start getting things regulated, go into a doctor's appointment, feeling pretty good. I step on a scale mm. in my head. I'm thinking 
lowest weight I've been probably for a while. Mm -hmm. It was the fattest I've been. It was the it was the highest I've ever. As soon as you got on the scale, it said. Yeah. Well, as soon as I got on the scale, you know what the the first thing that went to my head was, and this is like the the joke, and I, for real, thought about for one second. I was like, should I? No, I said, should I empty my pockets? (laughs) Should I? Do shoe? How much? How many pounds do shoes? I forgot about this anvil. I'm carrying in my back pocket <laughs> exactly i was like and i i ha- i had to hold it together i held it together and just was like oh hmm interesting meanwhile no they were uh she was like 255 that is a thing though like uh Being fat <laughs> no but like when they weigh you i mean it's i mean i guess it depends it's all it's a little arbitrary it all depends on how you want to look at it right but it all depends on what planets are in retrograde or not but when you get on the scale at a doctor's office you've got on all your clothes you've got on shoes you've got on your phone you've got your wallet you know the the stuff you're going to weigh five probably 4 or 5 pounds heavier at the doctor's office than if you're standing naked in your bathroom getting your weight. Well, that's why I, I was thinking too. I mean, obviously there's a limit to that, but um well, I wish you were there to whisper that in my ear. <laughs> because I just kinda held it together. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I've no. been somebody who in high school I was like I was literally 150 pounds in high school. Just skinny, ran cross country. As soon as I got to college, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to run anymore. I'm going to just do what I want. And what I wanted was to not necessarily, you know, like I don't crave fast food. I don't really have a sweet tooth, Mm -hmm. but I just don't eat well. And I don't, and I wasn't active. And I, but I maintained my weight around 230. 235. Mm-hmm. I was always around there. I was like, you know what? I'm big, but I feel fine. I feel good. At 255, I was like, that's a problem. And then I had a little bit of high blood pressure. I was like, okay, I need to get this under control. So I started being more active. I started mm-hmm. going on little walks and trying to eat a little healthier and blah, 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 blah. blah. Meanwhile, we stopped recording in June. July, I one Sunday morning, I wake up and I'm feeling a little off. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like I had food poisoning and went to my bed. But it was like the steps to get to my bed. I was like five steps away, I remember. By the fifth step, I was like literally like on my hands and knees, like crawling (laughs) up to the bed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get into the bed. And I just start shaking just uncontrollably Mm -hmm. full body freezing cold and shaking. And the only thing I could do was get up and get a third blanket that I then put over me. And I sat underneath this third blanket shivering for seven hours. 
after which my body regulated enough so I could actually grab my phone and start looking it up. And what I saw was not good. <laughs> what I saw uh, made me feel like, oh, that could have been what's called a thyroid storm, um, which is potentially fatal. Right. It could have been a, um, like a pre-diabetic, I'm not diabetic, mm -hmm. but pre-diabetic, what, what, what's it called when you go into? Shock? Yeah, but, but what's the actual term for it? Mm. When you go into. Do I look like a doctor? I feel like it starts with an E. An E? Yeah. Anyway. Eh. <laughs> right? The caveman's oh first word. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. it. That's what you. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, anytime somebody says to me the letter E, I'm going to think about the sound a caveman makes. <laughs> the simulated Stupid. sound a caveman makes. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when stuff was going around where they were like, we reconstructed this pharaoh's <laughs> larynx and passed air through it. It's like, <laughs> You're like, why bother? <laughs> this is yeah. what Cleopatra <laughs> would have sounded like. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I don't know what that's about. Go in to a clinic the next day. I'm like, I don't know what happened to me. Somebody check check it out. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can remember now or thinking about back on it, the day before, Indy had a bag of candy. Mm -hmm. We went to the movies or something. We had some, and I ate a bunch of candy. But I go in, and the first thing they do is they weigh me. Mm -hmm. So I'm 255 in November, July, eight months later, mm -hmm. I step on the scale. This is eight months of me being like, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing more, uh -huh. <laughs> being healthier, uh -huh. whatever. I lost eight pounds. Okay. A pound a month. A pound a month. Uh -huh. But what I secretly suspect is maybe early on there's a loss of maybe four pounds uh -huh. in like two months. And then maybe, maybe right b before July, I potentially could have <laughs> sure. been putting weight on. You may have just <laughs> may ate have. three pounds of candy. Yeah. <laughs> and that may, may have reflected the actual work I was doing on myself. Right. Which is in your mind, you're, you're always doing more than you actually are. Mm -hmm. Your mind is telling you, damn, you're killing this. Oh, see, you that's did. not what my mind tells me. Oh, but my I'm, mind is always telling me you're not doing enough. Yeah. My mind was like, you did one lap around the, the block. And I go, uh, yeah. And I took the trash out <laughs> right after. So right. that was an extra, you know, 50 steps there. Mm -hmm. And I realized I was not doing enough uh-huh not even close so i said okay i need to get serious so i start getting serious and 
They don't know what that was. They still don't know what that was. Mm -hmm. Full blood work. Things seem to be okay. Cholesterol's a little high. Mm, but they're like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And which also is like do doctors, what can, again, they need data. So I just want answers. No one can give me answers. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and you do, I will say this. That was also a low point in my mental health too, probably because you realize like you really are alone, like not in a depressing way, mm -hmm. but if I have a terminal illness, what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Like, how are you going to make me feel understood <laughs> or, you know, you, sure. you can't, you're just going to be like, Damn, Keith. Sucks. That sucks. Sucks to be you. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, yeah, looks like mm -hmm. I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> and then guess what? Guess what's going to happen a few months later? Yeah. I'm going to be dead. Yeah. You know? And and again, no one, the closest people to you are just going to be like, damn, sucks. So you, know, you, you want answers and you realize like, yeah, you can go to a doctor and they're going to be like, uh, well, I, I, I know what I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it would be really bad if it's this thing. <laughs> There's about 18 things that <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be. Right. So, so then you realize like, okay, it is on, it's, it's on me. Everything's on me, you know? But again, not, I think in a, in a healthy way, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, uh, I need to be aware of my health because no one else is. And I need to, be prepared to carry the weight of whatever this is because no one else is going to, mm -hmm. you know? So I start doing stuff and real stuff, like stuff where at the end I'm actually sweating, mm -hmm. which I think is the goal. Whereas before me sweating might've been a reason for me to stop. <laughs> sure. Oh, I worked up a sweat. Oh, that's, that's more than good enough then. Yeah. And um, and I go to get a, a cavi fill. Again, story of my life. I took me and, and my son went to go get a checkup. And I'm setting up for him because I'm like, he's got to have some cavities. This kid eats so much candy and stuff. Uh -huh. So I'm like getting myself ready to, to deal with what wherever they're going to find there. And they're like, do you want to come in too? I was like, Sh yeah, sure. Sign me up. Do you have, you have dental insurance, right? Yeah. So we both go in, Indy, no cavities. Mm -hmm. Me, cavity. I'm the one. I'm the one <laughs> who's on him all the time about brushing his teeth. I'm the one who flosses every night now. Mm -hmm. And I still get a dumb cavity. Mm -hmm. So I go in to get my cavity filled. And they take my blood pressure and it's insanely high mm -hmm. to the point that they are like scared for me. Um, they like ask me four times before they start my cavity. Like, are you okay? I'm like, uh, yeah, I feel <laughs> fine. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> should I not be okay? Um, and they're like, yeah, you should probably go see your doctor. Yeah. So I go see my doctor and my blood pressure's fine. 
a little elevated maybe. And my doctor just goes like, yeah, be, be more active. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but that, that scared me. Uh-huh. So I get a blood pressure monitor, a health watch mm-hmm. to check my heart rate. Because mm-hmm. now I'm like, my my heart's going to blow up any moment. Mm-hmm. And I start seriously like working out and, and eating well and doing all the things I feel like I, I need to be doing. And I set a goal of let me do this like, man, what? Like I always have to give myself a goal. Uh, and so I'm like two months. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if I do this, imagine where I'll be in two months. Two months was my birthday. And on my birthday, after doing a lot of stuff for two months, I look in the um, mirror and I'm like, you're still a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized two things. Number one, again, you, my, you, not you, me. Mm -hmm. My mind works to kind of make whatever I'm feeling a reality more than dealing with the reality. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I really must have had a wrong idea of myself Mm -hmm. because looking at how I was in September or on my birthday, I was like, this is how I thought I looked back in November. Mm -hmm. So like I am, you know, eight months from there now, almost a full year from November walking in being like, I'm, I'm healthier. Mm-hmm. Get me on that scale to now being like this, this, what I'm seeing now is still like not great. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I didn't know how to process that. Um, other, other than to think like, I just imagined myself since November, especially, but before that, it's like the the hunchback of Notre Dame uh-huh. running around but thinking that I'm like Gaston or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, guys, like <laughs> walking in the bar, being like around for my friend. And just right. everyone being like, we just freak. <laughs> yeah. This absolute freak. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so, and then I realized that there's so many bad reasons for wanting to get healthy. So many like toxic, I think bad. Sure. And I think that there's a lot of what we've talked about this. There's a lot of bad ways to do good things. Yeah. A lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And from a health perspective, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of traps you can fall into that are secretly going to feed bad parts of yourself, even as physically you are feeling better and better or even looking better and better. Mm-hmm. You know? And again, I think what, what I want to do is I want to divorce health from looks, you know, sure. In my own mind, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I also don't want to pretend 
or ever lose sight about why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I'm terrified of dying. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a brush with death and my body gave out and made me realize how perilous it is for weeks at a time. You know, when people say like, if you start thinking about your breathing, it's hard for you to like not think about it and then become obsessive with like Mm -hmm. the fact that that's keeping you alive. Mm -hmm. Like, What's making you breathe? What if you just... <laughs> well, your body forgets what how to your breathe? Your body forgets how to breathe. You know, like you're sure. dead. Yeah. That's it. Your body's passive ability to do this is keeping you alive. Mm-hmm. My heart just going... is keeping me alive. I got to the point where I felt like I could feel gravity on my heart. I'm like, why isn't... How can I lay on my heart... You know, I, I, I'm a side sleeper and I was like, I can't sleep on my left hand side. I'm crushing my heart. That thing's <laughs> keeping me alive. Yeah. I can't lay on it. Um, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, that's why I'm getting healthy. I'm not trying to get healthy because I want to look good. Well, uh, go ahead. No, yeah, that, that's it. I'm doing it because I'm scared of death. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that losing weight makes you means that you're healthier and correct. And that there is a correlation in our society that might equate attraction with it. But I want to divorce that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be, to, to, to be a motivating factor. Sure. For me. Yeah. Uh, f- what I found when it, when it came to, weight loss and being healthy i'll take any motivating factor i can get i Mm. I need to be motivated by i'll be motivated by anything and i think that there is nothing wrong with wanting to appear more attractive i also understand that attractiveness is completely subjective subjective yes um And so, you know, maybe this is a statement just for myself, but in general, people, you know, healthiness is a, is attractive, you know, just for, for me at least. And you can, to a certain degree, equate weight to healthiness, right? At a certain point, it becomes diminishing returns, obviously, but, you know, up into a certain level, your weight is kind of a one-to-one correlation to how healthy you are. Uh, With all of that being said, I've said, uh, we've talked about this before, and I've said this to you before, I'm going to say it again. You have to be counting calories if you want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. The only way to lose weight is to... Consume than you right to burn more than you consume. You can never exercise and lose weight as long as you are eating or consuming more calories than your body. As long as you are consuming less calories than your body uses in a day, you will lose weight. And 
Um, I noticed this in one of the videos I sent you a couple weeks ago about it. One of these douche, douchey sayings um, where the guy was like, you can't manage what you don't measure. And, you know, so you can go eight months and say, I'm exercising, I'm eating healthy, but you can eat healthy and still eat too much. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can eat healthy all day and exercise that day, but if you eat more healthy calories than your body can burn that day, you're going to gain weight. You're not going to lose weight at least. You, you know what I mean? So that's, for me, has been, I, you know, I, I can... Uh, at my heaviest, I was 280. And f- the pattern I seem to follow is, okay, I gain a lot of weight. And then in order to lose it, I can, for a couple months, be very strict about, I'm counting my calories. I'm following this fasting schedule, you know, that's become so trendy. And I'll do that for a couple months and I'll drop all my weight. And then I become complacent and it's like, then I've got another couple months of like, well, I've developed these good habits. And so I can kind of stick to those. But after a while of not following that closely, it starts to sort of slip away and, you know, things become blurred and blah, 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 blah. Um, And so right now I'm kind of starting that process over again because I don't, want to keep going through that cycle of <clears throat> massive weight gain, massive weight loss, mm-hmm. ma- you know, up, up and down, up and down the Chandler being effect. Yeah. Right. Cause that's, that's not healthy. Yeah. Right? That's like very unhealthy. So I'm trying to curb that now by again, just, I'm just doing the calories thing again. And it is a bit, it is a bit, you know, obviously even that is arbitrary and it is a little cumbersome by nature, but eh, it's not a big deal. Listen, here, here's the thing that I've, that I've found for me that right now, so going off, you know, really since July, but, but a little bit before that. And everybody's different. That's the other thing too. People look for the, for the nexus of desperation mm-hmm. and low knowledge barrier when those things cross in our culture that's where people will flock to try and fleece you to try and like that's where all the grifters Mm -hmm. live so someone who's terrified of their of dying or their health then gets on your channel where you tell them five tips for (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know to reverse your diabetes five tricks for whatever. And there's so many of these people out there. So many people who are offering you like shit because they know you're desperate and they're going to say, this is how you do just so happens to be my thing mm-hmm. that you can, that you can buy into or this product mm-hmm this specific product where I'm like, everybody's different. Everybody's different. So for for me, I don't have like a food craving thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I truly 
I'll just eat what's there. Mm-hmm. So I just don't put bad stuff there around me and I don't eat it. Sure. Um, and I'm not precious about stuff like almond butter is better than peanut butter. It tastes worse. <laughs> I could, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I never have peanut butter again, mm-hmm. it's not like something that I would be like, I can't, I can't live life without real peanut butter on this sandwich. Or like people would say like, oh, white bread. You know, it's like if I don't eat white bread again for the rest of my life, like I I don't care, mm-hmm. you know. Also, I'm with you that I, I think it's all about modulation, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for certain, like for me, unless I'm diagnosed as something to be like, yeah, fine. I'm going to have white bread whenever I want, but I don't need it now. I don't crave it. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that to say, like, I think my personal weight loss is depressing. But I also think it's healthy. It's healthier for me. Because from, and, and I think it's also part, part, partially my body type. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that I look drastically different now than I did july or even earlier this year i know you don't remember linear time directly you mean when you were peak hashimoto's like no 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 peak hashimoto's because that was a a medical thing Mm. yeah right okay but i'm saying like when you look at me now Mm -hmm. do i look significantly no but what ten eight ten pounds is not a significant difference in weight it's not eight or ten how much is it? That's exi- see you. You are exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. Two things I want to say about that. Number one, before I get before I get to your observation, number one, I want to say my personal weight loss has been slow but sustainable. Mm-hmm. I'm losing weight in a method that is something that I can make a daily lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything that I dread i'm doing sure. something every day that works well in my life and i eat well in a way that i'm satisfied with so that's it now that i think that means that it's not drastic mm-hmm. and the things i'm doing are not drastic um, right but no one is going to unless it is a drastic change no one who sees you daily or weekly is going to notice that much of a change right right but you, you know what i mean over time you've, you've known me for decades and you haven't seen me every day you we haven't we we saw each other what a few weeks ago yeah i mean it's not and then that, that big big a of a gap weeks, though but you've seen me in weekly okay but how much weight are you losing over the course of two weeks no so what i'm saying is going back to july and even before that so when I was weighed, you don't really expect me to remember something back in July, do you? No, I'm just saying me. All right. But but what I'm saying is I've lost more than 70 pounds. Sure. But you you're the one who you're like 7 or 8 pounds doesn't make the, and it's over 20. Okay. At this point possibly over 30. And I, you, you don't even know how much you've lost. How do you expect me to know? No, but, but what I'm saying is visually, my body type is such that it doesn't register that. 
I think that I will look largely the same. I don't think that's true. I think there are like thresholds. And I think 30 pounds on someone who's overweight to down to slightly overweight <laughs> is not going to be noticed that as noticeable as someone who is like average weight, you put 30 pounds on them. It's going to be like, Oh, now I notice that. You know what I'm saying? Also, again, I'll stick by this. No one is going to notice that unless it's like, if you showed me a picture from you in July to you right now, I'd be like, Oh yeah, obviously there's a difference there, but that's not something anybody's going to notice over the course of I think weeks, days, weeks, months. I think you're overcompensating for your latent attraction to me. And <laughs> it's really starting to show. I think we just need to air it out. You've always been attracted to me. Mm-hmm. You, you're obsessed with me, and my body. And it's okay. It's okay. We're better as friends. Mm-hmm. But this kind of like, Keith, when I look at you, I basically see a black rectangle listen i said uh, my my at the height i was 280 i didn't have anybody say have you lost weight until i was like 230 240 do you know why because you lost 50 pounds (laughs) in about two days that's why nobody said it no that's not true progression (laughs) that's not true there was there was you at 280 you know what I I said to, I don't even know when this was. One of the nights that you weren't playing with your good friends, uh-huh. your squad, uh-huh. your ex squad. Uh-huh. Um, but we we were talking about health stuff, and you you came up and I mentioned I was like, yeah, Justin is like under two hundred pounds. I'm not. No, exactly. And Chris is like, no, he's not. And I was like, yeah, he is. And he was like, no. I think I texted you at that. I was like, how much do you weigh? And then you, 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 <laughs> oh, is that why you texted yes, me yeah, that? I texted you that. I texted you. Because uh-huh. I had to know. Chris refused to believe it. Uh-huh. In my mind, I was like, no, he's so skinny. You should see how skinny this guy yeah. is. Uh, because that's how you op- operate. I like said, am able to drop weight pretty quickly for some reason. Yeah. So for me, I'm trying to maintain my mental health, my physical health, and do it over a longer period of time that is that 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 is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I also um am trying to uh Again, maybe that's why I'm divorcing it from looking good, like focusing on the feeling good rather than looking good. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think, number one, I don't think my mind thinks in those terms. Like, I don't think I was ever somebody who's like, yo, people got to see this, mm-hmm. you know, looking for a chance to take off my shirt. I was always like, I'm fine swimming with my shirt on mm-hmm. um, if I can. Um, for, for another reason than just, yeah, I just, I'm not about, was never about like showing off my body, but also I think because my body doesn't give me that return, you know what I mean? I look at it and I'm like, yeah, you look pretty much the same. Yeah. You look pretty much the same. Um, because yeah, you talk about thresholds. 
I think I think my threshold is just bigger. <laughs> I, I wonder I wonder if my threshold really is 150. And anything it's like zero pounds to 150. Keith looks <laughs> like he's gonna die. Like he did in high he's school. He's the machinist. <laughs> and then 151 to about like 260 pounds is the next threshold where it's like, oh, he's just a big guy. That's a bigger guy. Yeah. He's big. And then above that, I don't know. But but I also feel like a lot of times like bodies, op- like you've seen those big people who don't seem as big as they are because their bodies just like – they definitely were bigger than you and I have ever been, but their bodies have just shifted to kind of shift to that weight to make it not look, they don't look fat. It's almost like football players, right? Like Donald like, Trump. God, Donald Trump. <laughs> you can't compare he hides that body it well, shape. Right? To, you can't hide His body shape. She should be like not buried. His, his body should be given to, to science. Or to just a freak show that can I don't have to, but I choose to show his body. The the other thing too, though, is you're also not a good judge of how you look because I, again, until people started saying to me, "Have you lost weight or whatever?" I it it hadn't like obviously I would I was working on it, but I don't think I could have registered a visual change, and even then. Why, when I, once I was satisfied with like where I had gotten, I I don't even know if I did it purposefully, but I was, we were looking at old pictures and it's like, oh, here's a picture of you at 280. And I was like, holy shit. Did I, I don't ever remember looking like that, Mm -hmm. but I was huge. Mm. You know what I mean? And from 280 down to, 215 I never really had a moment where I was looking at myself and being like I did it you know what I mean I'm mm-hmm. still right now look at myself and be like man I'm a weirdo you know mm-hmm. what I mean and also my I, my mom is constantly are you still losing weight you need to stop losing weight I haven't lost weight in a while. No, I'm not <laughs> still losing weight. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah, part of that feels like parent speak. You know sure, I mean? like, but maybe that all of that is to say, and this is also probably just a personality thing. That's why I like having numbers to look at. Mm-hmm. Even if those numbers are a little arbitrary and fudged a little bit, not 100% accurate, it still gives me an idea of like of like what I should be doing. And it it allows me to set an expectation of like, I know as long as I follow this, I will do what I'm trying to do, which is lose weight. Right. Or I know that if I follow this, I will not be gaining weight because I'm not overeating. Right. Like you, you work better with it as an equation. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, and I, I get that. Um, okie dokie. Okie dokie. So yeah, I think, I think I'm in, and the the last thing I'll say is during my lowest points, there was definitely this feeling of isolation in my own 
health and uncertainty that made me over vigilant mm-hmm. and obsessive. But I, I honestly don't know how else you could be like, if you're going through a health problem, you want to know what, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, and that was an unhealthy place where I was even asking my doctor, I was like, doctor, I bought myself a blood pressure thing. How, how often is too much checking Mm -hmm. is, you know, kind of six times in one hour. (laughs) Yes. Is that signs of an unhealthy, you know, but it's like you, you, you check it and it's a little high and you're like, what, why, Mm -hmm. you know? You want answers, and then you check in, it's good. And you're like, well, why is it good now, Mm -hmm. you know? And instead, you kind of just got to go off of feeling. And you just, you you have to accept that you can't control it, you know? And I think a lot of people want to control their health. Yeah, to a certain extent, you can't, sure. You, you, You absolutely can't, because I could still develop a tumor out of my control. And here's the thing, I eat, I also have focused on what I eat and been really good about what I eat. Mm -hmm. One thing that I found interesting, checking out all the stuff that I was going to eat and add into my daily, you know, uh, routine and all that. How many of them, when I look them up on like WebMD, like, oh, where are the health benefits of this and that and blah. So many of them are like um, free free radical. Oh, these mm-hmm. these are so great. Fights your free radicals or limits or whatever. And mm-hmm. Helps with cancer, you know, limits cancer. And I'm like, I get, I, I'm not disputing that scientific fact. Mm-hmm. But I am saying that the, that they, it was always forwarded as like, cancer fighting or limits cancer that it was that was a headline of a lot of these things i want to be like you're you're giving people a false hope of control listen it could impact my my likelihood of developing cancer in a certain sector or area Mm -hmm. there's also a lot that's happening probably in my society that's increasing my my possibility of getting cancer, including the air that I, the air quality that I'm breathing, you know, how, how, uh, dormant I might be in a day or whatever else. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have control over that. I can eat as, as healthy as I possibly can. But if I do that and then tell you that, that I am, not going to get cancer or like you know those people who are like you know it's the healthiest thing you can do freaking go in the ocean and just let mother earth wash like you're no better than those people you know so if i drink a green juice every single day i won't get cancer Mm -hmm. no you you can still sure yeah so it's like yeah you you do it because it's healthy and you want to be healthy but you don't do it so you don't get cancer. You can't control that, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So it's like that's that to me is a is a meaningful distinction. Mm-hmm. Um 
and kind of giving up that that control uh, has really helped me move past an obsession because yeah dude i could be doing everything i could for cancer maybe there's an aneurysm cooking up in my brain sure yeah i don't know so yeah you do what you can yeah you talk to your doctor your doctor looks at you and goes i don't know <laughs> and so you go okay well like i guess i'll go back and try to not feel weird anymore because that's the best i could give them yeah i just feel off yeah could you tell us more? Eh, I, I feel like I could die at any moment. Does that help? You know what I mean? You're just like, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, we don't know either. Come back when you are have like blood. Come back stool. when you are dying. Yeah. yeah. Come back when, you, when we can quantify your deterioration. Okie dokie. Okay. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Anything for my princess. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, th- so one thing that I, I was maybe going to bring up. Um, now, it's not terrible, but now it's a little bit of a hike between us. Oh, the distance. Yeah. A little bit. For thinking about sustainability... I think I'm I'm fine early on, but I'm thinking longer term. Do we want to maybe go bi-weekly? Sure. Do we want to? I don't know how much work this is on your end. Do we want to try and do a, a two-episode night? Like, we just did one. Maybe the next one's smaller. We could talk. We could do a little catch-up on books and stuff. Sure. I could tell you what distracted me today, and maybe we make that next week's episode. Yeah, we can do that. Um. So let 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 us say. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I love being your tile coach.